2: Have you ever missed death by an inch and believe you have had a little help from somewhere? Do we all have an invisible companion watching over us? How do we know that our guardian angels are there? In this week's episode of Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, we will be exploring just that as we delve into the possibility of guardian angels. When I think of my guardian angel, I think of my grandma, Mary, my granddad, Eric, and of course, my dad, Alan. I know I'm greedy. I've never pictured a guardian angel as an angelic spirit glowing white with massive wings, although anything is possible. And there are many people who've encountered such beings and say that they have saved them in a life-threatening situation. So what are guardian angels and are they any different from our loved ones who've passed on? and make it their job to be with us and protect us. There are many different theories around the world as to who these angelic beings could be. Some people believe that a guardian angel is assigned to you before you are born. They choose the person they want to walk the earth with, protecting and guiding them in all aspects of life. Some children often report seeing and even talking to an angel, which when reported back to the parent can be a little strange to hear. Allegedly, there is a bond, a tie, between the human and the angel, an umbilical cord, if you like, that is between the two energies as the human experiences different emotions, so does the angel. So if the human is going through some fabulous, wonderful emotions and feeling great, then that energy goes to the angel and so makes them and their energy vibrate even faster. The angel is even happier. If the human has negative feelings and wants to do harm, the angel will move away as they don't want to become influenced by the human's negative vibrations. Many people have had vivid dreams where they see a winged angelic figure. I myself would love to have this experience. My own dad was adamant that he saw a full manifestation of an angel in his house. I remember when he told me I didn't know what to think, but I knew my dad was serious. And when he was serious about something, especially about this extraordinary experience, of course I was astounded, but I knew that he was telling the truth. He remembered my brother, who was only about two years old, asleep in his bed. My dad was coming up the stairs and wanted to check on him before he went to sleep. As he opened the door, He took a step back as he witnessed a brilliant, beautiful, bright white light at what appeared to be a person leaning over my brother who was fast asleep. I'll never forget my dad saying this. But it had wings, Yvette. Big, beautiful wings. And it was praying. It was kneeling down and praying over Rick. Then in an instant, it was gone. My brother grew up hearing that story over and over again. My dad was a firm believer in the afterlife, ghosts and spirits, but angels? He certainly did after that extraordinary experience. Karen Keating, my co-presenter on a TV show, Blue Peter, who sadly is no longer with us, definitely believed in angels. Whenever she saw a white feather on the ground, she would be convinced that an angel was there. And this was a way to let us know they were with us. When I was younger, I always thought this was a bit odd and sadly dismissed the idea. But now, after experiencing everything that I have experienced, anything is possible. And I think we should never close our minds off to things that ultimately are there to help, calm and make us feel better. And if seeing a white feather land on the floor in front of you makes you happy and feel full of joy, why the heck not? My friend recently told me that she believes that her guardian angel guided her hand to discover a lump in her armpit. She said she was lying in bed and for no reason whatsoever, she felt her hand automatically lift up and fall into her armpit where she felt a lump. Immediately, she made an appointment at the hospital only to discover that she did indeed have breast cancer. Now, my friend says, what if I hadn't felt that lump? I believe that I wouldn't have caught the cancer as soon as I did and I could possibly have died. Fortunately, my friend did pull through and has been cancer-free for 10 years. My daughter, Mary, had a terrifying ordeal when she rolled her car. She was driving a mini home late one night through fog on a country road. As she hit a corner, she skidded. The car flipped rolling onto a hidden ditch. The car was on the roof And Mary was upside down, trapped inside the car. The roof was totally squashed, narrowly missing Mary's head by about an inch. Mary walked away, very shaken, but not a scratch was on her body. The paramedics and fire brigade said it's a miracle that she's alive, let alone walking about. A few weeks later, my dad came through. And as you know, when I talk about my dad, he comes through and he knocks messages out to us. And he said that he had been there and he had helped Mary. He'd stopped her from being harmed. So there was my dad, as well as being my guardian angel, he was being Mary's I believe that we all have a life plan. Certain things will happen at certain times in our life. Meeting our future partners, having children, a career move, even small accidents. These points in our lives are all there to teach us lessons, teach us what we have come to this life to learn. Maybe guardian angels are there to help us keep to that preordained map of our life. We may fall off it for a while, but the guardian angel could be there steering us back onto the right track. These angelic beings will be with us right up until we have learnt our life lessons and are ready to go to the next plane. Of course, there are angels living as humans on the earth. These are people who I believe do the most incredibly kind things for other people. I've met a few of these people. One lady, uh, I stayed at a house and she often took in young teenagers who were having struggles in their life. They'd either been in prison and they needed to get back into ordinary life. Uh, they needed jobs, they needed money, they needed help. But most of all, they needed love. And this woman did this on a yearly basis. She brought in complete strangers into her home and rehabilitated them in in a way. And I was completely in awe of this person. But I also felt from her when I looked at her, there was something so beautiful about her soul. I don't know what it is. I just looked into her eyes and I could just feel this immense warmth, this passion and this love. So I truly believe that angels do walk amongst us in a human form and do these amazing things that ordinary people wouldn't even dream of doing. We're so wrapped up in our everyday life to life situations, you know, going to the shops, uh, buying things, buying a new car. How am I doing at work? We all do it. I do it. We're guilty of it. And yet here these angels are walking amongst us doing the most extraordinary things. And maybe if these these human angels didn't exist, our whole world would collapse. One story always sticks out in my mind. Uh, It's another one involving a car crash, but for some odd reason, I've never forgotten it. Roy Godwin was travelling with his wife and children on a frosty road at night. They were driving on a quiet country road cutting through wood somewhere in the UK. Roy saw something coming towards him, two sets of car headlights travelling side by side, and he knew that one car was overtaking the other. He tried to swerve into a verge, but it was too late. The oncoming car smashed into him head on. The next thing Roy remembers was waking up with the police and paramedics getting his family out of the car. They couldn't get Roy out. He was trapped as the front of the car had concertinaed in towards his body. Roy remembers looking sideways and watched as a dark figure walked slowly but purposefully through the dense trees towards him. And he describes it as if this figure was almost hovering over the broken trees and broken bracken. This man walked straight up to the side of the car, climbed in and sat in the passenger seat and placed his arm around Roy's shoulder. This man was dressed in modern clothing. He was wearing a a modern coat, but had his hood up. Roy couldn't see his face and it was dark. But Roy said, when his hand touched his shoulder, it felt as though I'd been plugged into the mains. The most incredulous force and power was just continuously flooding through me. After a while, the paramedics came over to the car and to tell Roy that the ambulance was taking his family to the hospital. And at that point, the strange man climbed out of the car and said with a very strong and clear voice, stop, you're to bring his wife here to him. And without hesitation or question, they did just that. And then the stranger spoke to Roy saying, man, you are to know that you and your wife and children are a family and you will be together again and whole. And you are to disregard anything else that anyone tells you. Roy, once at the hospital, was asked to sign a form to allow the doctors to amputate his foot and lower leg. But all Roy could hear was the strange man's warning in his head. You are to disregard anything else that anyone tells you and that you will be whole. So Roy didn't have his foot amputated and to this day he and his family are very well and happy. A few weeks after the accident, Roy had a visit from the police asking if he knew who the stranger was that had sat in the car and who spoke with such authority to the paramedics. Roy said he had no idea who he was, but he believed privately that it was an angel. As I always say, seeing is believing. And as I've yet to experience the sight of an angel with wings, it certainly doesn't mean that they don't exist. It seems to me that millions of people have had angelic experiences all over the world and that angels can come in all shapes and sizes. It does make me happy knowing that there are all these wonderful beings out there, whether it be past loved ones, living beautiful souls, the angels like my dad saw with big beautiful wings, or a mysterious stranger that comes into your life, changes it for the better and then disappears. Whoever they are, I'm really pleased they're with us, helping each and every one of us. This week's story is from Ellie, who had a strange experience in a dream that informed her of something huge.
3: Hi Yvette, I'm Ellie, and I wanted to tell you about an experience I had, which I think kind of fits in with what you've discussed on previous episodes of the podcast love the podcast by the way so i was out living in canada in 2017 to 18 it was it was kind of december january time and i was going to bed one night and i decided oddly to turn off my phone which i never do i always have my phone on by my bed because it's my alarm so it must have been a weekend i guess but i decided to turn it off which was weird and rare and i went to sleep and i had this dream that me and my mum were going to my granddad's flat and we met with my granddad and we were trying to catch a ferry and we kept running late and we all three were trying to get this ferry and my granddad had a stick and he was kind of lagging behind and at one point me and my mum turned around and looked back and there was a silhouette of my granddad with his stick and my nana who had previously passed away in 2016 and they both kind of spoke and they said, you know, don't worry we'll be watching you and keeping an eye on you but we won't come with you And then, you know, me and my mum kind of continued and I woke up and I kind of dreaded turning on my phone. So like, oh gosh, it's my granddad died. I don't know. And so eventually I did turn on my phone and my mum texted me saying we need to FaceTime. And we did FaceTime and she told me that my granddad had passed away. And I was just like baffled. I was like, oh my, like, did I just interpret this dream to mean what it meant? Or did did I like connect with my granddad as he went? I don't know.
2: Thank you so much, Ellie, for sending in that Story. In my view, your granddad was definitely giving you a message. I mean, how fabulous and comforting for you. Never ever doubt it. He was telling you that he would always be with you and always be watching you. I'm absolutely wonderful. Anybody that gets those sorts of dreams, they'll either get them just before someone passes away, and it's a very strange, sort of quite vivid dream. They're talking, giving you a personal message. Or usually after they've passed on and that can be any time period from literally that day right through to maybe a year a couple of years later and they will come through and they will give you some sort of message a sign that they are with you and that they are watching you but don't ever ever doubt it Ellie fantastic thank you so much for sending that in Well, I can't wait to hear the paranormal stories you've sent into to us. Does your child remember their previous life? Or have you had a paranormal encounter with a ghost, extraterrestrial, or something unexplained? Send us a voice note into this address, paranormalactivity at gmail.com. That's paranormalactivitypod at gmail.com. And you could be featured on the next episode. Push your Peak is a brand new podcast brought to you by What Bike. Join me, Louise Minchin, and some of the world's most incredible sports people to learn what it takes mentally and physically to push yourself beyond your limits. Whether you're an elite or everyday athlete, it can be hard to continually progress. How do you push yourself out of your comfort zone? Where do you go to find that inner drive? Tune in to hear these inspiring stories and take away the belief that you can achieve your own goals no matter. How big or small. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search Push Your Peak.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
1: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
2: Welcome back. Now, before we chat to today's amazing guest, Julie got in touch on email to share a paranormal experience. Hi, Yvette. My little tale is about my dad visiting my young nephew. My dad died about seven years ago when his youngest grandchild was five months old, so he never got to know him. When the lad was about three and a half, we think it was on my dad's birthday in December, my brother and his son were alone in the house one evening. "'My brother could hear the lad chatting away in his room "'and went up to see what he was doing. "'Who are you talking to?' "'The man.' "'What man?' "'I don't know, but he said, "'Hello, honky-tonk.' "'My brother's stomach flipped as he knew full well "'that was my dad's usual greeting. "'My brother checked the house "'to make sure there was no one else there. "'Nothing.' "'His wife came home later that night from her shift "'and asked who else was indoors "'as she'd seen someone looking out of the top window.' A few weeks later, my nephew was looking at my brother's phone photos and came across a picture of my dad and said, Mr. Tonks. A few months later, my nephew was singing Let Be, Let Be. My brother said, that's a nice song. Where did you learn it? And he said, the man taught it to me when he came with the ladies. What ladies? And my nephew described my dad's mum and sister And Let Be was actually Let It Be, the song played when his coffin was carried into my dad's funeral service. My brother has asked what happened when the man visits him and my nephew says he helps him with his homework and they play Roblox together. Visits seem to have stopped now. My nephew is seven and a half and he doesn't seem to remember much about it. Hope you find it interesting. We certainly did. Love the show and the podcast. Julie Stanley. Well, thank you, Julie, so much. I love this. It's absolutely fantastic when specific messages are recounted like that. How can anybody not believe? I suppose some scientists would say your nephew could have heard you use the word honky-tonk and that he was just projecting that onto an invisible friend. But because your nephew then came out with let it be, uh, confirms to me that your dad, his mum and sister, were definitely in spirit visiting their young relative. How absolutely wonderful for you and your family to know that your dad is happy and with his loved ones. Don't let anyone else's cynicism make you doubt what your brother and nephew experienced. Well, I'm delighted to be joined by Diana Cooper, who's an international speaker, author and teacher of all things about guardian angels. Diana, welcome to Paranormal Activity Podcast. Hi, lovely to be here. Wonderful. I, I, I'm so excited about this particular topic because it's it's not something I've, I've sort of delved into really. I've just talked about um, the fact that my own dad saw a what he described as an angel with wings, a beautiful. Bright white light in his own house, kneeling over and praying over. Uh, my brother, his son, who was asleep in his bed, and he, he wasn't uh, woken up from a dream. He was actually walking up the stairs and just sort of opened the door a little bit to check on his son before he himself went to sleep. And he always recounts this story and just, you know, says it was real. I saw it. It was absolutely real. What started your fascination with Guardian Angels? It is a similar story. Well, it is a fairly similar story. Um I was at rock bottom.
4: This was 40 something years years ago and I had no spiritual background, no psychic background, no understanding of anything and um, at the point of being rock bottom I sat in a chair and said show me, if there's something out there just show me and an angel came in and it was as simple as that it was a beautiful golden being in my case and i didn't see wings but i knew even though i had no understanding of anything spiritual that it was an angel and it literally held out a hand took me out of my body and took me on a journey to show me my future now bearing in mind i had nothing spiritual in my life it showed me myself standing on a platform talking to people and there were rays of golden light coming through everybody. I knew that I was being shown that I was to be a spiritual teacher. This is what it kind of telepathically imparted to me, which was rather a shock to me at that time. But it changed my life gradually, bit by bit. I decided to train to be a hypnotherapist where I started to meet spiritual people. And and then when I started to work as a hypnotherapist, I was very aware of angels around my clients, but I didn't engage with them. It wasn't for another 10 years that the angels came back and asked me to start talking about them. And I was horrified. I said, there's no way I want to do that, thank you. People think I'm nuts already being a hypnotherapist, never mind about that. 40 years ago there weren't many hypnotherapists around and the angel said words that I have never forgotten. Who is doing your work? Is it your ego or your higher self? Hmm. And I said of course I'll do it and from that moment I started to Talk about angels. I'd already written four books, um, but they gave me all the information I needed for my first angel book. And then they supported me all the way. They've been absolutely wonderful. And of course, I now know what I didn't know then that every single person has a guardian angel. Your guardian angel is always with you throughout your lifetimes and is there to help you hold your divine blueprint for your lifetime so they know what is the best thing. And they're constantly whispering that to you. They're trying to guide you in that direction. And of course on earth, we have free will, so we can ignore it. But without any judgment, they stay around to help us pick up the pieces if we go on the wrong path. They are absolutely amazing at trying to smooth our path. Now, if you have to meet somebody because you're going to marry that person or they're going to be your, ba- your boss in the future, your guardian angel will arrange the meeting. They will arrange the synchronicities. And in fact, synchronicities and coincidences are one of the signs that the angels are at work making sure that you're in the right place at the right time. So your guardian angel is always going to be trying to help you. And because we have free will, we have to ask. I think this is the thing that people forget so often If you ask, they can make magic happen, they can make anything happen. But if you don't ask, they have to stand by while you get into a mess. If you ask, they will help you in any possible way that they can, as long as your soul agrees to it. So everybody, but everybody, has an angel who loves them unconditionally. I remember somebody telling me after she'd been on a course, she was a teacher about this little boy and he couldn't do his maths and he was always bottom and he just didn't, you know, he was just so glum. And she said to him one day, you know, your guardian angel loves you even though you can't do your maths. And he said, what? And his face lit up and he said, loves me even though I can't do my sums. She said yes, and it shifted him because he suddenly felt loved exactly as he was without having to be able to do anything. So we are just so blessed to have an amazing being with us that can help us at all times. So you can ask them to help you at night, you can, while you're asleep, to look o- watch over you. And of course, there are many other angelic beings like archangels who are also available to help and as the frequency of the planet is now rising so much, we can call on the archangels to help us and they will connect with us and help us in many other ways. For example, Archangel Raphael. Everybody's heard of Raphael. He's the emerald green angel of healing and He, you can ask him to help you to heal and you can also ask him to help other people to heal but then you have to be careful because you must ask under grace. This means that if that person's soul says no, they have to go through that experience of illness, then you haven't interfered with their karma. That's all it is. And so we are literally surrounded by angelic beings. And remember, no, this isn't what I'm meant to be talking about, but dragons are also of the angelic realms and they are pouring in to help humanity now. So are unicorns, very high frequency, pure white beings of light who often take the shape of a pure white horse. And they are here also helping us to hold the frequency high. And they're all coming back now, giving us this massive, massive boost of assistance because we are moving into a new golden age. As I'm sure you know, 2012 marked the end of a 260,000-year cosmic era. It is An awesome, awesome, awesome period to be in. We have this 20-year period to move into the new golden age and be ready. And our guardian angels are here helping us all the time. Just ask for any help that you need. And if it's permitted by your soul, they will do it for you.
2: And they they will lift you out of danger. They will literally do anything. No, as I say, you mentioned that um, right at the very beginning that, uh, and I mentioned it also that that the angels choose you. So even before you're born, could you perhaps just explain that? I mean, I do believe in reincarnation. And I think, does that have anything to do with it as well? So before we're born, our soul, um, it chooses a life that it wants to live to learn lessons. And, but how does an angel say, right, I'm going to be your guardian angel through this life lesson? In the very, very first place, when we first left Source,
4: When your monad or I am presence left source, you were given angelic energy. So angelic energy is external, but it's also internal, if that makes sense. And so everybody has access to angelic help. And that angelic being is with you throughout your lifetimes that looks after you and helps you. But how does it
2: choose you as a person? To be with.
4: In the very, very first place, that energy was given to you by source.
2: When, well, explain that. What do you mean?
4: Okay. So when the original monad, that's your I am presence, that's the great, huge part of you, because we're so much more than the little tiny bit on earth. When that part of you first left source, you were given angelic energy. It was part of you. And so that energy remains with you, even though you've moved um, from your I am presence and your soul has then individuated and come out of that, you still have that angelic energy available to you. And that is your guardian angel. So it's really yourself. You can look at it in many, many ways, whether it's yourself or a being external to you, whichever way you want to view it, it, that energy is there for you and can assist you in many ways. And we've, we have so much available to us that we have kind of split off from. But now is the time, the awesome 20-year period that is birthing a new civilization, that we can bring all this energy back to help us. So your and, we, and we need and a lot of
2: help at the moment, don't we?
4: Earth has never attracted so much help as there is now. Because we we took the decision or we responded to the call from the Intergalactic Council to take on the experiment of free will, no one expected that we would close our hearts and go into the selfishness that we have done. So Earth moved from being part of a fourth-dimensional universe and drop back to the third dimension. But because of that and various other reasons, we are now receiving so much assistance to move up into the fifth dimension by 2032, the start of the new golden age.
2: What signs can we look out for to know whether a guardian angel is close to us?
4: Well, as I've said already, synchronicities and coincidences will tell you. Um, secondly, the one that people mostly look for is little white feathers, and <sighs> I can tell you, I have millions of stories, literally hundreds of them, where people have had experiences with little white feathers and I myself once sat on the lawn while more than a hundred little white feathers fell over me and somebody else because they wanted us to get together on a project i mean it is just awesome how they will leave things like that. They will, you can ask a question and the answer will come as a, a moving van passes you with that word on it, the answer to, that you wanted. You can look into, uh, at a newspaper, you've asked them a question and there's the answer for you. They bring it to your attention in any way they possibly can. So you can, somebody can give you a little fairy or a little angel. And that's their way of saying, yeah, we're here. We're just telling you this.
2: What do you say to cynics that perhaps are listening now and, you know, think that, you know, oh, you're talking a load of old nonsense because some of them do think that, you know, What, what do you say to them?
4: I don't say anything. That's not my job. It's not my job to persuade anybody. I share my experiences and my understandings. If they want to take that on board, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If they don't, it's not for them. It doesn't
2: matter. Do you think you, you mentioned the word ego before? And I'm always a huge, I always think about this. Can you imagine if human beings got rid of their ego? What a beautiful, wonderful world this would be. If there was no ego, how wonderful would that be? We are just moving
4: into a new 260,000 year cosmic era. This is why this period is so important and we will be in the fifth dimension where as we move forward we will be without ego now this means so many things are different for example if ego <laughs> is the reason that we're striving and struggling and wanting to mm. be better than it keeps us separate whereas in the new golden age we will be working together for the highest good of everything and everybody so decisions will not be taken with everybody's agenda which comes from ego they will be taken from the heart for the highest good people will attune heart to heart with the intention of taking a decision that's in everybody's interests Mm. that means that everybody is happy with the decision so everybody is working in peace and harmony all wars are created by ego Uh when you take that out of it and people only want goodwill and harmlessness then you don't have to have any conflict because if something what people don't understand is this if something is for your highest good it's for the highest good of everybody because the universe rearranges itself in that way so if something is not for your highest good it's not for anybody's highest good either and when we do what's for our highest good, not out of selfishness, but because that is what our soul needs or wants, then it's for everyone's highest good.
2: It's been absolutely fascinating. And just, just finally, with the light comes the dark, the good, the bad. So if there are guardian angels, do you believe that people can actually see demons? Do you think demons walk amongst us? I think we shouldn't give any energy to the darkness.
4: I think in the third dimension, there is it for everything in the light, there's its counterpart in the dark. Mm. But when you rise above that into the fifth dimension, which we are doing, then that loses its energy and isn't part. Of the experience anymore.
2: And can you just explain? You're talking about um, the fourth and fifth dimension. Lots of people will know what that is, but there are a few that actually won't understand what that means. Can you just explain the dimensions briefly?
4: The third dimension is where your heart is closed and you're self-centered, and this is what's been happening on Earth right now. The fourth dimension is a stage higher than that, where your heart is open, and you start to recognise that you're a spiritual being on a journey. The fifth dimension is where
2: you are working for the highest good of all. Right, and we're soon to go into that fifth dimension. As a as a hypnotherapist, do you um, I suppose do you work with people that um, you can where you can unlock certain memories and perhaps where they talk about spiritual beings or perhaps they've been uh, talk about their their past lives. I know that's a different subject, but it 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 all comes together, doesn't it? It's all part of the great spiritual world, really. Um, Have you come across a a case that really
4: blew your mind? Lots and lots of them. I haven't been a hypnotherapist for 20 years. But when I did work one-to-one, I was constantly meeting people and finding that we cleared something. Perhaps they'd been shot in a past life. They would have a scar on their, their body in that exact place. And once the healing had been taken and that uh, gone through and they dissolved it, the life changes totally. The relationships that were blocked become available. Anything that's cleared is then it, it is removed from your Akashic records and you move into something completely different.
2: Well, I've, I, this has been absolutely fascinating. I could... Talk to you forever um have you what's your latest book that's out at the moment or do you have a, a youtube channel or a website that people can go to yeah DianaCooper.com. fantastic so anybody that wants to know more about this subject and um listen to diana who has the most chocolatey loveliest voice i could listen to you all day please come back on the show um to talk about more things we'd, we'd love to have you on if that's all right uh, thank you i'd love to Thank you for listening to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding. Have you seen your guardian angel? If so, let us know all about it. We'll be back again next week. Stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving us a follow. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review. We want to hear from you. So send in a question or an audio clip telling us your paranormal story to this address. ParanormalActivityPod at gmail.com. That's ParanormalActivityPod at gmail.com. We also have WhatsApp and you can send your voice notes to this number 27537. That's 27537. And we have an Instagram page and the link is at Paranormal Activity pod. That's at Paranormal Activity Pod. Have a fantastic week. We will see you same time, same place next week and remember things aren't always as they seem.